Welcome back to BTW, Balance Fila Workshop, here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. And it is the 16th of Cheshvan, Tesai and Cheshvan, making it the yard site of Rabbi Shlomo Kralbach. And here to join us, we have a special BTW panel edition, and it is the return of my brothers, Rav Daniel Eisenberg and Rav Mendy Eisenberg. Thank you guys for joining me here at the Database Podcast here at Baltzfila Workshop. Rav Daniel, welcome. It's always, always, always a disgust to join my holy brothers. Ah, well said. And Rav Mendy. As usual, I do invest in doing this, and it's nice to be able to Talk yeah, and definitely we, we we'll hear more from you. I think for the purpose of this uh, of this workshop, I'm going to call you of Menachem Mendel Shlomo, and uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about um, how you got that name. Um, but before we do, I think it's well, I don't know how I got it. I spoiler talking. alert! Spoiler <laughs> alert! Our, our parents decided to name him that. Oh. And it was with Ruach HaKodesh too. But we're going to talk about what went into that Ruach HaKodesh a little bit, like some of the parts that were more uh, conscious. Um, but I, I do have to say that it's been too long since I had you guys on Baltzfila workshops, so we definitely have to make time and circumstances for future workshops because I love doing this with you guys. So thank you for joining me. And I also need to thank our sponsors. So we have anonymous, generous sponsor, Lili Nishmas Shmo Menachem and Arya Leib, Leah Bas Avraham, and Yehuda Chizde Akir Ben Rav Shlomo, all of their Nisham Shav and Aliyah. And so now we, and anyone else who wants to sponsor, you can just reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the data than base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com to make your sponsorship today. Okay, and so now we, 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 we move into the topic of Shlomo Kalbach. And that's obviously a, um, a, when we talk about Jewish music, that's obviously a big topic, and certainly in the area of, of, of being a Shliach Tzibur, being a Baal using music when davening for the Amud. But something that is very interesting, a question that I've received, and maybe um, you, my holy brothers, have received it as well, but I, I think usually um, we, we are known among those who know us as people who are very religious, Obviously, we, we care about our religious observance. And when it comes to the, uh, the Indian of Rav Shlomo Kalbach, so he's someone who is known for many things. And I'm, you know, I'm not here to, to discuss um, some of the extreme things that have been said after he passed away. I, I think we're, we're a little bit above that. But the things that he was known for, even among Orthodox circles, so I've been asked a number of times, um, you know, like, oh, you're, like you're really religious. Like, you know, why, what, what makes you so connected, so impacted by uh, the likes of Reb Shlomo Krabach, who was, again, uh, to, to put it uh, simply and vaguely, he, um, some would say he was controversial so, um, for, various, for various reasons in terms of his practice of Kirov and how he did things. You know, he, he, he danced and, and sang to the beat of his own drum or maybe his own guitar. So... I, I, I want to hear maybe from, from you, Rav Daniel, because you're the only one of us that is old enough to even have any memories of him. Um, so what can you tell us about um, our connection? Um, what can you tell everybody about our connection to him, our family connection, and about his, his impact at large? That's a, a loaded question. Obviously, Rav was very complex and, and controversial is, is absolutely a, a fitting word. Um, but, but I think complex is also very important. There are a lot of facets. Um, and there's the ability to 
you know, or someone needs the ability, and this is a challenge also because not everyone is, is able to, um, especially when younger, but even when older, to, to be able to separate between um, appreciating someone's contribution and certain aspects of a person without following in the direct footsteps and also without playing God and judging uh, a person and making, you know, making your uh, your decision. I mean, you, you, you should make judgments for yourself of what you should do in your life and you should seek uh, people who are who are wiser, whom you respect and, you know, have, have uh, more clarity for what you actually do in, in your own life, but uh, not to, to judge another person, especially somebody who really uh, dedicated them, them, themselves to the to the cloud and, and did make a positive impact. Um, for I mean, my, my memory, like, not, 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 I don't want to mislead anybody. My memory of Rabbi Kabbalah is is, is uh, I was incredibly young, uh, maybe three, four years old, and I remember him uh, whistling. Uh, to you, Rabbi Yeshua. So that, that's, that's, that's basically the extent of my uh, personal first-hand interaction that I remember. Um, but but in, in, in a greater way, as I was you know, developing in my own Avodah Hashem, Rabbi Shlomo's Nagunim and his, his Torahs and, and stories about him and about his you know, care for others is uh, something that played a big role in, in my personal growth. You know, definitely in my... Uh, you know, early early ages of really trying to develop as a, as a bentora, which is a path I'm still uh, striving to, to to get on. But uh, earlier, for sure, like you know, I would do anything for for like a Karlbach minion and and you know, you know, go 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 above and beyond. And, and you know, so and, and I'm I'm at a little bit of a, of a different place now. But that was it was definitely very instrumental for me. Uh, ah, I like the word you used. Yeah, instrumental. Yes. So, uh, you know, our family, of course, we know that our, our, our parents were, were close to the Psalmo. They were you know, part of his uh, part of his holy chevra, and you know they had that. You know, not 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 the you know there's there's a very there's a, there's, <laughs> they're different there's, there's they're different wide, holy chevras. Yeah, yeah, like, there's, there's a, yeah, there's a very wide a wide spe- spectrum of people who would be included in Psalmo's holy chevra. So you know, our, our parents were were somewhere in there. Um, I guess maybe like the, uh, uh, I don't know, <laughs> I don't, don't want to put any labels on anybody. But yeah, it's de- de- But Shlomo wouldn't yeah. want you to put labels either. Right. But, but, but definitely, um, yeah, he, he has a, a big chalak of, of my, my uh, of what is Hashem, my development as, as, as I try to strive to be an Ebed Hashem. So there, he, he has a big chalak in that from the early stages. And of course, there's still many, many parts that are, are are with me today, including and especially, and really the main topic of of this uh, this uh, you know this podcast is is the the nagunim, the the beautiful uh, thousands of nagunim that he that he composed, and and the way he really impacted the Jewish music world and the world of tefillah. I would say outside of the the, the Hasidic community, you know, right. bringing bringing that to the to the world at large. Um, which, which you know, what I don't, to my to my, my understanding, wasn't really um, out out there as much. The the, the davening, the davening with you know the, with the, with the, with the music that the way the way it's done, and and especially you know like even even if you think of people like so, so one of the greatest Jewish composers composers in my opinion of all time is Amy Rottenberg, and people and people like him 
look back to Rip Shlomo as as like the main inspiration for their Jewish music. You know, so Marvelous Mido's Machine and Journeys and Dvekus and, and all the incredible work that Evie Rottenberg did and, and, and still does. And, you know, it, it's rooted in inspiration for Rip Shlomo. And of course, you have like, the people who are more explicitly like that. You know, the, you have the Shlomo cats and the Asian cats, which are different, but... But you know you have you have this same kind of thing, and you know throughout throughout you know the, the Joey Newcombs and the there's just so much of the Jewish music world so many that, that's coming out new, but also that has been for the past 20, 30, 40, 50 years that was really pioneered uh, in, in a major way by Rip Shlomo. There were others here and there, but Rip Shlomo was, was was a constant. So if you like if you like the Jewish music world nowadays, not everyone does, and there but uh, but uh, but really it was it was uh, built. Um, strongly on on the on the back of of, of Shlomo's uh, contributions, and uh, there's a, there's a, there's a lot, a lot more to say, but uh, yeah, and I, you... I, I I like how you um, specifically touched on yes, he, you know he was a Jewish musician, and he was he you know he was a pioneer of the, the world of Jewish music in many ways, but he would I think our father told us that when he was referred to by some as the Jewish Elvis. So he took offense to that, right, because it was about so much more, right? Like when, like, for for him, you know, it wasn't about just the music, and it wasn't about you know put, putting lyrics to a tune, um, and it wasn't even about being a celebrity, right? Like it was about the connection. It was about you know what he can do for for avoda, for bringing us in our avoda closer to Hashem, like about changing uh, tefillah as we know it. Now, um, um, Mendy, you can tell us a little bit about. Um, the impact on yourself. Now, the thing that you that, that you don't have that both of Danielle and I have is that we were both alive at the same time that Rav Shlomo was, at least um, in his last couple of years. Um, so he um, he passed away at um, I think it was age sixty nine, um, really really um, really close to his seventieth birthday I think. But um, Mendy, you were you, you were born after his time. You're officially after Rav Shlomo's time. But why doesn't that matter? Tell us a little bit about yourself, Rav Mendy. Well, I would say the the reason why it doesn't matter because I think that if a person gets lost in in the idea of Rapsalon, really I, I was talking more about your name. I wanted you to start with that, but go ahead. Well, my name is Nathaniel Solo after Rapsalmo and the Rebbe. Uh, my and they both they both passed away in the same year, correct? They both passed away yeah, in 1993. I, mean, uh, I think the Rebbe I think passed away in August. Um, told our parents that he was going to be by my wrist, um, and he didn't make it, um, but I made it to his scholarship, apparently. Uh-huh. As, and my father had showed, showed enough sent to people that, oh, this is Mandy Shlomo, and after Rebbe of Shlomo, and, and like a bunch of years later, um, our father was talking to someone at some Pesach program, and it was set, and they, they got into a conversation about Shlomo, and uh, the guy, the guy started telling our father, like, yeah, I remember at Rishol, I was at Rishol's Shloshim, and there was a person there who was who was showing their son that was just born, named after after the Rebbe and Rishol. And my our father said, and that's the that's the boy right over there. I was doing whatever I was doing, just running around, and, and yeah, and so it, it's it's really just like yeah, it's my I. I I remember um, my uh, for when I was in, when I was graduating high school, um, and it was 
a Rebbe was saying things about those in our shir, shir at the at the twelfth grade dinner, and my Rebbe had said about another kid in our in our grade who played guitar that uh, his name was Shlomo's and maybe he's he's, uh, he's actually you know reincarnation actually, yeah reincarnation of Shlomo, and I was thinking like. Well, he was born before Rupsomo passed away. It's kind of hard for him to be reincarnated. It's like this awkward period of time where he was just... <laughs> but, but just time-wise didn't make sense. But I know that when I tell people uh, who are older than me and say, I was named after Rupsomo, and they get like, he's been gone for that many years already. And I'm like, I'm not that old, but it's it just like, it's crazy to me that people... I guess it's been 26 years, 27 years. Almost. Yeah, people people still relate. This is a twenty seventh yard site. Yeah. People still relate to him. Like I can't believe he's gone. Even though it's twenty seven years later, people still say like, like you were named after something. He's been he's only been gone. And then they think about it like, oh my gosh, wow. And that's just like crazy to me that people like what's crazy to me because you know I know who I am and I know right. I was named after. It the fact that. It relates to people in such a way like that they can't believe someone has been gone for so long. It's like, yeah, it's just like a value, yeah. For sure. And so now you, so you've been named after him. And I would say that, or would, would you say that the name is, uh, is that all it is? Or is that something that you've carried with you? How has your being, how has, how has your namesake and his namesake, how has that impacted you as a Baltzfila and as a Yid? So, you know, when I tell people my name, people like get like, oh, that's a really hush of name. You know, my name, my initials are Mamish, and that's like really special. And that's one of his and words, right? Like, yeah. Mamish like, you're gonna live up to, you're gonna live up to the names. And like, no, I really, if I try to live up to the rebel, I like, I can join everyone else in crown rights. Um, but um, you know, it's it, it just that I think that having names. Uh, people who, who had whether good or right hashivas to them, it definitely makes me think of what is, like, what's in the name, what am I doing with it? Just the idea, I you know, I read Holy Brother and I've watched lots of videos and I'm so much just sharing Torahs. And I've studied up on his, who he was, and there's so many things I, I feel like, am I... So I have these things. Am I, am I at all a selfless person? Am I at all a person who cares about other Jews? Am I at all a person who does, you know, these different things? I, I think, am I, am I just for myself? I, I actually remember a story that I've heard that um, uh, someone apparently, um, his, his twin brother, who someone apparently, uh, our said that, Rosalmo used to say, "If you ever see me and I don't know how to use problem with my brother." Right. Uh, so his brother Elikayim was uh, going used to go to Chabad, and Rosalmo was was uh, always in Lakewood, learning. And his brother kept on insisting for him to come over to Chabad, and so he went once, and he loved it, and he would go back and forth. Uh, from the Rebbe and to, back to like the Rebbe, like when he was with Ravon Cutler, Ravon Cutler's biggest Thomas. And then the Rebbe one time said to him, like, like, when are you going to finally come over to, to Chabad, like, for good, stay with us? And the 
Maybe even his own neshama, he didn't. He you know, he wouldn't he wouldn't think about what how's going to impact my own neshama. Probably, you know, we think you know for 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 all the things that people think or know about Reb Shlomo. So two of the things that you mentioned that people don't think about is the years that he spent in Lakewood and how much of a Talmud Chacham he was, the Torah that he knew. Um, you know, pe- people don't actually appreciate that. People don't. I think most people don't know that about him. And the other thing that I think they don't really think about as much when they're talking about all the quote-unquote controversial things, or maybe not quote-unquote, the controversial things about him, um, the, the other thing that they don't mention is, yeah, like, you know, he, he actually was selfless to the point that, um, and this is one of the stories that appears in Holy Brother, I believe, where he was, you know, desperate for a certain amount of money. I think he had a, maybe it was a $5,000 check for a concert, and then he found another poor person who needed it, and he just handed them the check, you know, from, from one pot, you know, from, from one hand to the other, you know, and then passed off to someone else. You know, the, like that, like he, he was someone who actually lived for someone else, and it kind of makes you think of the Kohen who, who administers the para aduma, and then he sullies himself to get someone else out, uh, to get someone else out of the rut. So, um, so Shkayachan sharing all of that. So let's move this a little bit over to uh, being a Baal So there, there is not, um, I don't think there is one Baal Maybe, maybe there, I'm sure there, are, there probably are Baal out there that have not um, been influenced by Rav Shlomo, but there are so many tunes, and most of the famous tunes that we know, the thousands that we know, um, you know, the, so many of them came from Rav Shlomo. You might, you might be a Rav Shlomo, you didn't even know it, um, because you're, we, are, we're, we all just like, um, can, like constantly use his tunes. Um, but there, there, there are some tunes that are more vague Rav Shlomo tunes that maybe they're not as famous, because again, he had thousands. But then there are some that are, that are classics. You know, some that are classics that are that are more famous. So why don't we uh, talk a little bit about some of the Rav Shlomo tunes that we would be sure to use on a Shabbos like this one, the Shabbos that's that's coming right out of Rav Shlomo's yard site. So if we would to, to pay a, a certain kind of a tribute, so there, there are some Karlbach regulars that are kind of like staples, and then there may be some kind of extras. So off the bat, um, what do you, what do you guys think of in terms of some of the Karlbach must use tunes? Maybe we'll start. Okay. So, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that that that's also thematic. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, so, go ahead. Yeah. Elaborate. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, it, I I always I always found it um, to be just very fitting that his yard site Shabbos is is basically always Vayera, always that time because you know to not not that you can compare anybody to Avram Avinu, but uh, just the concept of Hachnasas Orachim of taking people in of Chesed of that kind of thing of that you know Masiras Nefesh. Uh, is uh, is you know something that uh, you know, 
had, had that's what that's what he did. He brought people in. He is you know house of love and prayer and things like that. So it's uh, you know very very fitting. And so, wait, so, uh, how about, so, so but, um, we're talking about connecting B'Shem Hashem to Abraham House. Oh, so? yeah, no, 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 so, no, so, no, 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 that surround us and that's very much uh, you know especially considering the names of the north when we can come the, the ones who visited Abraham three out of the four uh, of them uh, yes. yeah, three out of four Uriel was out there right um, do, we have, do we have a quick Rashi fact check? Uriel is not there. So, for the listeners, you got to try to figure out where was Uriel at that time when the other three Malachim visited Avraham. Uh, but but, that, but that, that's for everyone else. Um, but yes, yeah, so the other three Malachim, they visited Avraham in this week's Parsha. Okay, good. Um, yeah, so, so, one of the nice things about B'Shem Hashem, there's, there's a few Karloch songs like this. I call them self contained songs. Sometimes there are some songs that you could do just for like us Nicole or something, just for like a short piece. Right. And it's like a, a very quick high part and low part, low part, high part, and then it actually you know working on Bashem Hashem is one of those. Right. Really can fit in a right. lot of ways because of that. So it, 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 right. it, 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 it's 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 a meaning, one verse, a one verse meaning, song. Meaning it's basically meaning, you're, 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 sorry. <laughs> yeah, meaning to say that. That when, like, if you're doing songs for Kedusha, so usually what someone will do is that for one part of Kedusha, they'll do like the low part, and for the next part of Kedusha, they'll do the high part, or the low part twice, and then the high part. But you're saying that in one line of Kedusha, that, that you can use an entire song, a low part and a high part, and the shame is, is that, because it's, it's short enough. Right, so. Yeah, and, and, and there's several Kabbalah songs like that. Right, so in Baal Workshop, we talk a lot about trying to fill up that long Kedusha and Musaf. So let's say you had a low part and a high part designated for your Naritzcha and then your Kivodah Maleolam. So for Mimkoma Huifim Arachim, so B'Shem Hashem goes right in there. So it goes right in there, and if that's if you're looking for a place for it, it fits right there. And so, great, so that's a good one. Um, we haven't even uh, mentioned yet the, the, the Karbach Kabbalah Shabbos, right, and the, the different permutations of it. Uh, but um, I would. We, we did have a workshop, um, you can go back into the archives, we did a whole workshop on the Karlbach Kabbalah Shabbos, but uh, one thing that I would mention, which I mentioned then, but I'm mentioning it again now, is that since the Karlbach Kabbalah Shabbos comes in many different shapes and sizes, you do have to feel out the crowd. Another thing that we always mention in Baal Workshop is to know your audience, and so... It might not, you know, if, if you're not in Svat at, you know, one of one of those big Karlbach uh, shuls, so you do have to think twice about how much Karlbach you're going to do. Even if it's understood that you're doing a Karlbach davening, you can do smaller versions of that. So, it, 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 so let's say we're doing, um, let's say we're doing a minimalist Karlbach Kabbalah Shabbos. So what goes in there? Yeah. So like, you definitely don't want to hijack, you know, the wrong menu. Like, Rosh Hashanah's Yerzeit Shabbos is a nice Shabbos to. 
perhaps arrange in advance, if it makes sense for your shul or your chevra to arrange in advance, let's do a Kabach minion either off in our own place or to arrange with like, you know, the Gabai, the Rub, whatever, to have a Kabach minion in the shul. That's like a good, it's a good week to do that. Um, and, and then, you know, you, you discuss it with them, you know, how much you're going to do. Sometimes, like, you know, it, sometimes the shul, the shul is ready. Like, we're, we're happy to do it. We'll just announce it in advance. If people want to dive in somewhere else, they don't want to be there. You know, you could do that. Um, but, let, but let's say, like, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're asked to dive in this, uh, at, at this, uh, you know, this minion on Friday night. And it's the type of minion that if you do a full out Karlbach, uh, you, you know, you, you might not, you might, might not make it home for Kiddush. Meaning, like you might it might be your here. yard site too. <laughs> so, yeah, well, what would be better, so, sharing a yard site with, with their son? Right, right. So, um, if, if if it's that if that's the situation where you can't do a full kava, but maybe they'll appreciate it. So, I think the the simplest thing to do is well, first of all, maybe lechunaranana. Yeah. The lechunaranana. Yeah. Oh, you give me harmonies. Okay. So, um, so, so starting off with that, and then I would probably just then drop all the karabach until most of Yaron. That's the big turnover. Most of Yaron, and then you sing Mizmor the David, and and. And then that's you know, like the, 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 the opening of the Chunarana was like a little bit of a teaser, and and it's a shout out. I mean, sometimes you you know if you want to make it a little bit more labor to Shabbos anyway, let's say not Rishon's yard site, so maybe you would like do the turnover at Moshe Yaron, but not necessarily the opening of the Chunarana. But I think on Rishon's yard site, if you're trying to do like a like a semi Kabbalah minion, then right. I think you should do the opening of the a little bit of a teaser as a little bit of a shout out, and then then you then you do Moshe Yaron, Mizmor David. And then, uh, you know, preferably some kavach going for uh, for 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 the uh, for lechadori. Right, and there there there's so many. Um, but like you know, there's um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, the tune. Is that his? Yes, it is. Yeah, his. Yeah. Okay. And that, that that's a classic one, but you have to be able to hit the high part for that. Like um. I, I, I've I've heard, I've heard it butchered before, so um, you know you gotta just be careful start on those. Low, or start low. Right, start low. Um, of course. Well, what what else would we use um, for like like undoubtedly? So I don't know if I would necessarily go to Ms. Moore, Ms. Moore, she here, Shirley, oh my shops. I might. Uh, but, but but probably not. Um, then the, you know the, then there's the singing the uh, the um, what's it called? Uh, what was that? Oh yeah yeah I guess you could do that. Um, you're saying you're saying to uh, which, which tune? The Manachai. Yeah, because there's actually a Lamanachai part where you could say Lamana yeah. to, to, to the Manachai. It works for those words. Do, yes. I, I, I think we should. I think we should give the people a, a few more, uh, a few more lechadodi options. Sure. Like, so options we have, you know, those 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 are definitely two safe, good. Well, at least the first one, safe, good yeah. ones. I think everyone enjoys the the first one and the second one, depending if the, if the crowd knows it in the right key. But uh, we have any other uh, good options? So, I mean, any almost any yasis alayach from from Shlomo Karbach comes from lechadodi because that's where the words are um, come from. Um, 
There's a tune that I like. I've never used it for Lechadodi, but I've mentioned here on the workshop it became one of my new favorites, Bahayu Lim Shisa. Um, and I yeah. used it during Yom and Royim, and I just—it's such a beautiful tune. It's one of those three-part tunes which can be plugged into Kedusha also. And that's the low part, and then the middle part. And so on and so forth, and the, and the high part. Anyway, if you want to look it up, it's Rav Shlomo Karabach, V'hoyu L'mshisa. I don't know if I would ever use it for Lechadodi, but I, uh, but it does, again, it comes from there. I feel like a lot of, he has like a lot of Lechadodi tunes, you know? Yeah, there's, there, there, there's, a, there's a, you know, discussion in general about using tunes that you know the Kehillah won't know, but definitely, I definitely try to do that, not for Lechadodi, because it's too long to do a song that people may not like may not know and may not be able to sing along for right. so like if you're, if you're going to do it for one or two lines of kadusha and you want to teach them and it's nice and you and you're, and you're good enough to carry it yourself then then there's something to talk about but i would i wouldn't do that for like something like right but i think i think uh, also works yeah for what <laughs> Shabbat, I thought that was Uncle Mashi's song. Uh, well, we're so <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> he copied Shabbos's comment. Yeah. And uh, I think Oksa Shalom is a very good one. I think it's also so, uh, uh, I think it's also thematic for Parshas Vayera. That's one of my but favorite oh, tunes. And also Simitol Mazatov. So those are both tunes uh, that I love, like of, of the upbeat Karlbach tunes. So Osa Shalom is one of, is like by far I think my favorite, um, but I also very much enjoy um, that Simitov Mazatov. I think of all the Simitov Mazatovs, I think that's my favorite one, um, and I and I, I use that frequently for. Smachos. Um, we, we, so, yeah. what, do you, what, do you, what do you think about using uh, the Odishama that eight, everyone thinks is Eitan Katz's? Eitan Katz made it. It was famous, and Eitan Katz made it more famous, and the most uh, uplifting uh, post Chopo Odishama. Uh, right. It was like Eitan Katz's Gale. I once heard a recording of someone saying that. He's saying, 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 he's yeah, another thing is that, that Rav Shlomo used a lot of songs that also weren't his, which is okay, because we do that, you know, we, we, we borrow things. Um, but uh, another, I think another classic Rav Shlomo is Am Yisrael Chai, but it's, it's, uh, I, th- I feel like it's used for more contemporary, more maybe uh, Zionist uh, stuff. But, um, the, but that, that, that's a classic. I don't know, I, I never thought of using it for Lechadodi, um, but... I'm not that doesn't even fit. You know, a, a, a week to use that would be Parshas Vayigash because of Oda Vinuchai. I have used it, not for Lecha Dadif, but I've used it for Kedusha um, for Parshas uh, Vayigash. Vayigash, yes. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I've ever used it, but um, but I think um, I would at this point. Um, other, oh, also the, the Krakow Negan. 
um, which is uh, that, is that is that his own? He, he definitely used yeah. it, and he has recording stuff. Yeah, that, 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 that is his own. He wrote it in the Ramashul and Krakow. Oh, so that's why it's called the Krakow. Okay, that makes sense. But what was that? Of Niska Vashem Levado, so that, that's a good Parsha's Vayishlach one, because Vayeovik, Ishimo, Yaakov, you know, fighting the angel. So yeah, that's a good one. Um, so that would be like, or, right, we, we, we have these conversations frequently that, oh, if you're, so if you're doing Kabbalah Shabbos, you do for Losevoshi. Or if, you, if you're doing Shachos, you do for Keladon. Um, so, so you have that one, um, and how about this one? The one that people do for Mizma the David. Um, I'll show this, um, but I've heard like our father sings it for um, the Haarenu adventure. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah so it, 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 that, that's there. There are some recordings of that's for Haarenu, but he also has recordings of to that. Oh, uh-huh. because, oh, because okay, the other nice. they're they're recordings of him singing curry bone to that, and then of the to that. So they're you know, it, but 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 I think that other tune, which I happen to use for one of my Mizmor Ledavids by uh, by Shal Shodis, Mizmor Ledavid Vaharinu, it's Lechadodi. So it's it's uh, all, all all the above. And one more must use for um, Shlomo Karbach's Kabbalah Shabbos is. Just before Shmona Esrei is to sing Vishamaru, of course. Vishamaru Yisrael. So that's uh, so that's something that you have to do. And what what um and that that's one of those things that if, if someone didn't do it at uh, Kabbal Shabbos, so in Shachris you could do it for Mim Komcha. But most likely, if you have the opportunity for the Shabbos. That's, that falls out next to the art side of Rav Shlomo, you're probably going to do the other Mim Komcha, which uh, we've also um, done demos for here at the workshop. But the classic, um, you know, it's the, it's the most um, grand Mim Komcha you could think of. Ahai Mim Komcha. And, um, yeah, so like that, that, that one's a... I, I feel like most of the time you don't disappoint people by doing that one. I feel like most people you know, don't like go like you know when they, when they hear someone starting that usually they 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 just know okay this is going to be a good one and, and they sing along with it hopefully. Um, yeah, I, I, th- I think that in fact, some ballet tefillah you know like they're you know it, it's picking a song in the right key and you know it, it's not it's not the their, their strong point and that the, that the simple mkomcha is a very safe good option it sounds nice. I and think everyone, by the way, everyone up. sings with that without fail. Everyone sings with me. Everyone sings. It's, it's, it's always very, beautiful. It's a very, it's a with very harmonies. safe option. But I think if you're about to be luck, who likes to mix up the, the the tunes a little bit, and you like to uh, you know do you know n- not not do the same one every week, and now it's from Shlomo's yard site, I might I, I would say that if there's, if there's a, it's a little bit lacking a hecker <laughs> that that it's uh, that it's uh, from Shlomo's yard site, meaning. People might not really might not make the connection at all. You're like, oh, he's using a Karbach tune because that's like, no, that's like the default. Like, if you're going to use a tune, that's what you go to. Either that or maybe like Shalom Aleichem. Some people, may, or, 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 like halfway through, Mimkomka, doing Shalom Aleichem, 
Some people do that. Oh, I've never. I, I haven't heard that one. But but after of, after it's the falling mi- out of use. I've heard, but, uh-huh. I, but but like that's like the, like another like somewhat standard tune to use if you're not just using nusa. So if you're somebody who likes to mix up mix it up and use different tunes, you and you and, and you want to give a, a like a you want to give like a little bit of a shout out a tribute to Rav So I, I would use uh, look for a different tune to use for Mimkomcha rather than the Mimkomcha and, and, and if you don't and you don't think you can do the Mimkomcha then don't right yeah so that, know if, you, if you can if your voice if your voice is up to that day something's yeah. not and just don't don't do it. And you know this is a, this is a good um, tip for just being about tefillah in general, which I don't know if I've mentioned this on the workshop. I think I have, but it's ba- it bears repeating. And that is, don't ever go up there expecting everyone else to do the work for you. Like you're leading it, and so if you can't do it, like you you can't rely you you, you just can't you can't rely on everyone else to carry it for you. It just doesn't work like that. Um, so whatever uh, you, you have you know you have to do. Um, you, you are the if, if you're the weakest link. In the chain, so you have to go as as weak as that link is. Meaning, you, wherever you are, whatever your strongest point is, that's as much as you can go. And don't don't go for anything more than that. Whatever your strengths are, you have to work within your strengths. And that's certainly true for this mimkomcha, which um, it sets the bar very high already. And so you got to make sure that if you're doing it, you're going to do it well. Which means not starting it on a key that's too high, and also not starting it on a key that's too low. I've heard that done also, and it just comes out less geschmack. Um, so, so, so both of those things can happen. Um, there are plenty of, you know, there are also like there's some vague, you know, Karlbach to like there may, there's so many Karlbachs. There's some that I that I I, I wouldn't use. Um, like 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 you know we're on the topic of kedusha now. So there are there are many like beautiful Kralbach tunes that have been used um, that that he has sung to parts of kedusha. Um, they they might not be as known. Like there's one that I like. Um, and it goes who elokenu who avihinu who malkenu who moshiyahinu in the high part. Vehu yashmienu berachem of shenis. It's like, I, I think it's beautiful, but like, you know, let's say you know I some I exotic... I my first time down for the Elmwood. What? I think I used that too my first time down for the Elmwood. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was in the, the team menu. Uh, that, I'm actually, I'm actually surprised to hear that, knowing you all these years, um, um, which is uh, all of the years well, of your Danielle, life. But Danielle you know, asked me to dab with the and I finally did it. And yeah, I, I think I did it for Naritzcha, and like the first few parts I did, um, Eilecha also. Oh, okay, beautiful. I'm, I'm glad you you mentioned Eilecha because that's another one of my favorites from Reb Shlomo, and I and also it's one of those three part songs which are great for the long Kedusha, or let's say it's Yom Narayim and you're doing one of those longer Piyutim, so those three-part songs are always great for those uh, those pieces. And Eilecha is so soulful, um, the, the melody is so pretty. That's another one that everyone sings with. And There's a story behind that one also. Yeah, do, do share. Yeah, so Rekhsimcha Hachbam, Rekhsimcha Hachbam, told me that Rekhsimcha originally had that song without any words. And he shared it with someone who I 
don't remember who someone, the other singer, and they took the song against Rich Lombos, uh, you know, that then asking, they put words to it and presents it as their own. And then Rich for a long time could not sing it. And then eventually he said, it's, it's too, it's too beautiful and I can not sing. And he started singing it with their words. Well, really, probably not his words, but, um, the words that they put, Eli Hunt. But originally there was some old tune without, without words. Wow, and so, and then I guess so they, they kind of hijacked the tune. And, wow, that's like pretty incredible. Um, um, I think we should, uh, we can give some honorary mentions to some other tunes if you could just shout some out. So a couple that came to my mind is Shifchi Kamayim, which is a beautiful Shlomo classic. Another one um, might be we said Eilecha. Do you have any other in mind? I have another self-contained one, Shomer Israel. Oh, nice. That's very, yeah, very, very similar to the whole yeah, which we didn't even talk about. Willig, I'll have Willig, used it for the Sefer Chaim on Yom 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 um, oh, also, Ano Hashem. Yeah, oh, no, Hashem. Yes. Are you about to say that one? Oh, I, I yeah, didn't yeah. need to steal it from you. Which, which I hope you can still sing it. I'm assuming you're doing Ani Abdecha Ben Al-Sakha, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. And there's a story for that, too. Um, uh, does anyone have any more? Um, no more. No more. There were no more of the, of the thousands. I don't know. I'm not even sure how many we mentioned already. Um, but... Well, what what is very clear is so many of the best songs, like some like of the of the best like Jewish songs, um, which have which they permeate our davening, like they mamish, like they um, certainly us as Baalei Tzvila, and um, and not just us, many 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 others. It's uh, it's something that, as as Rav Daniel put it earlier, using the the most appropriate word, something has been so instrumental in our avodas Hashem. And and uh, uh, you know enabling us to connect to connect other people, right? We we've, we've spoken about the role of the Baal Tzvila, to connect others, and so Reb Shlomo, in a certain sense, you could think of as being the ultimate Baal Tzvila, because if he's helping the Baal Tzvila to connect others through the music, you know that, that that's really the Indian. You know, as as a mechanic, I use songs to teach my students. Um, um, you know, in elementary school, you know that that's um, that's uh, it's a very great tool. But that's you know that it's not just for kids; it's it's for all of us. You know, it, it gets it opens our hearts; it gets us inspired. Which was beyond anything else, what Rosh Hashanah stood for. That was what his goal was. Um, so, with that, I wanted to just thank you guys one more time for joining us for um, an incredible conversation and just um, incredible um, all around. Um, um, I guess a display of the different incredible options for for um, for davening for the Amad this Shabbos and really any Shabbos um, but especially this Shabbos so Shkoyach or Daniel for joining us and for, for sharing Baruch I am looking forward to the next time Shkoyach and what about Rav Mendy, Rav Menachem, Mendel Shlomo? Thank you for joining us at the Botsvila Workshop. It's my pleasure. 
Shkayach. And... Holy Brothers, Holy Brothers. Alright, awesome. So anyway, thank you for so much for joining us at the Baltzila Workshop and joining us at the database. We look forward, all of us look forward to diving with you again in the future. Shkayach. And have a holy, holy Shabbos.